Hey everyone, welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I'm Layla London, aka The Curious Girl. Now, just to let you know, this podcast is not suitable for work. It's also not suitable for anybody under 18. But the rest of you consenting adults, let's get ready to talk about my sex life, sex in general, and everything in between in explicit, raunchy, fun detail. All right, here we go. I'm so in the mood for passionate, hot fucking sex. I mean, the kind that just takes your breath away. I've done it all. I've done it all and seen it all. The different levels, the different depths that you can experience in another human being sexually. And hands down, there's nothing better than sex with a connection. It can be the smallest, littlest, non-pervy thing. And I'm gushing just gushing in my panties. I can't stand it. When all you want to do is fuck the shit out of him. Actually, no. You want him to fuck the shit out of you. And then when you fuck her, oh my God. That skin on skin, the hands everywhere, when you're claiming every inch of her, marking her. I mean, you're just literally claiming her. Marking her as yours. Oh, sweet Jesus. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Curious Girl Diaries podcast. I am Layla. Well, happy Tuesday. I hope you all had a lovely weekend. I kind of had... (laughs) It wasn't too eventful, but I binged watched. I have to admit, I've been binge watching Money Heist on Netflix. Now, I know it's been there a long time and I've never wanted to watch it. I don't know why. I just I just didn't get sucked in, but somebody recommended it. And so I thought, well, all right, I'll give it a shot. Oh my God, I'm totally, totally addicted. Why did I not watch this sooner? I don't know, but here's the good news. I get to now, like there's like, a, it's been out for so long. So I love a good binge. I hate to wait. Like when you're watching something on HBO or whatever, and they release an episode a week, kind of like TV. I hate that, even though there's there might not be any commercials. I'm very greedy and I'm very, I just, I want what I want when I want it and I want it in excess. So it's been very fun to sit down and be able to watch Money Heist all the way through. I got through their first season when they're out of the bank. Oh, I don't want to blow it for everybody. But anyway, I finished, I guess, the first heist. I finished the first heist. Oh my gosh. So exciting. I love a good like (laughs) cop and robber. They're so smart and I love the intellect and the cunning and the strategy. I love strategy. So all of this is very hot. But the other thing is that's hot is I love Rio and Tokyo. Oh my gosh, they are so hot for each other. And I mean, I kind of like that younger guy, a little bit older lady dynamic and those two have it going on. It's super, super addicting. So I've been watching this and now all of a sudden I'm like Googling flights to Spain. <laughs> I'm like, I need to get over there. It's It's been on my list and I thought I'd actually get over to Spain right before, well, I thought I'd be going in 2020 and then COVID hit. 
I really thought I'd be doing more traveling. With the show, the idea was that year was going to be more of a traveling thing for the Curious Girl Diaries, going to different places, different cities around the world and uh, continuing my sexcapades. But as we all know, COVID happened and that kind of locked it down. So I get to watch stuff like this and I'm like, oh, I just need to go. I think I think we can start going. You know, when I went to Jamaica a while back, you just have to, you got to just... You got to follow the protocols and take your tests before you come in and out and all that. It seems a little daunting, but it's actually pretty smooth. I think the only thing that's holding me back would be the potential of getting stuck somewhere. So I think what I'd need to do is be smart enough to plan on maybe having a lover in the city that I was leaving from. (laughs) And if I had to stay an extra 14 days, it wouldn't be so bad. How about that? It's just like pre-planning like the worst case scenario, which wouldn't, I could turn it into something that was isn't exactly the worst case scenario. So that's kind of what I've been, that's what I've been doing, binging Money Heist. And I don't think I got the best sleep this weekend. And my dogs have all of a sudden, well, I have three dogs. One is almost 16, he'll be 16 in May. And you've been hearing him and hearing me talk about him and his sister on the show for years. And his sister, Isabella, passed away last year. And was it last year? Yes, last year. And so it took a while, but I found this little pair of older dogs. They're 10 and they're the same breed as my current dog, a little, he's a Shisu Poodle Cross. And they were rescues and they're older and they're a bonded pair. So I thought, well, nobody wants A, a little bit older and B, this bonded pair. I like dogs in pairs. It's great. I have a male and a female and this is a male and a female. But now the things around the house are a little thrown off because I've got the male and the female and then my other male. And so everybody's at a different stage in life. But not only that, I've got the dark horse, the bunny. <laughs> so it took a while to get the new, the two new dogs acclimated to her. At first I thought, oh shit, what did I do? This isn't going to work. They want to chase her. But finally, I kind of got them settled in so we can all live in harmony again, right? So the bunny can free roam. They're, I guess, over the fascination of her, although they're still quite fascinated with her. They don't attack. They don't try to attack. They never tried to attack her. I just wasn't sure what they were going to do because I could tell they were very fixated. Anyway, where I'm going with the story is now everybody knows how to use the stairs to get up on my bed. So I don't get (laughs) my queen bed. I get literally about 12 inches of it. And I'm maybe 18 if I'm lucky. And literally every night I'm wedged to the edge of my bed, sleeping like a mummy, like I'm with my my arms pinned next to me. And all these dogs and the bunny just spread out, comfy, legs spread, sprawled. Everybody's happy but me. So I think I need to start going to bed in the middle of the bed and then they can kind of go around that. But still, the thing is, if you have pets, you know, like she'll do this weird thing where you don't want to move. You just don't want to disrupt them. Why the fuck is that? I don't know. But I'm experiencing that right now and it's not great for my sleep. I probably wake up three or four times a night, but then I look down and there they are, all are, and it's so cute. And I've taken little pictures and things like that, but I don't know. I'm a little tired. I'm not, (laughs) it's gone like this. This is the first week they've kind of discovered this where they all want to sleep together. And the bunny, she's nocturnal. So for her, usually they would be 
she'd be roaming and running and jumping and frolicking and all that stuff. But she's kind of gotten on because she likes to be bunnies aren't solitary. They want to be part of the group too. So now she's kind of, I've heard that they act, they'll acclimate their schedules to, to your, their sleep schedules to you, which she has now done. So <laughs> anyway, I don't own any of the real estate on my own bed. I'm a grown woman and I'm, I sleep on less than a twin bed, less than half of a twin bed, I'd say safely. <laughs> but I don't know, I guess this is good. Maybe if I'm ever I don't know, somewhere, somewhere along the way, this skill will come in handy. So it's got to be preparing me for something. But I know the rest of you animal lovers out there can agree with me. And by the way, all my, all these dogs, except for the oldest one, they're all rescues. I'm big into rescues. If you guys are thinking about getting pets, honestly, rescues are amazing. They There's so many animals, loving animals that need homes. And I would love it if you got a rescue, if I inspired you to get a rescue and you gave me a shout out or reached out and just told me about it because they're awesome. Take can take a little while for them to bond with you depending on what their backstory is, but it's so worth it. And, you know, I don't think we need to destroy animals. We can give them lots of love and they're just amazing. So there's my plug. Okay. There's my little plug for, I don't, by the way, I don't get anything out of that. It's just my personal, just my personal feeling. Guys, next time you want to get a pet, look at shelters. There's also purebred, purebred rescue groups. I know some people want purebreds and they're out there. Just a lot of great animals. Okay. Now let's get to the meat, the meat of this podcast. Cause I tell you, I've had this brewing in me for a while. I'm just Oh my gosh, I'm so in the mood for passionate, hot fucking sex. I mean, the kind that just takes your breath away. And I've had it several times in my life. So I know the difference between the lackluster stuff, mediocre connections, obligatory sex. It's okay. I do it. I get my rocks off, but it's not that great. And then then there's just a whole nother level I want to talk about that today. I really just, it's like, I got to get it out. You're just going to have to listen. Hopefully it inspires you if you're not having it to create that with your partner or go out and find it. Because I'm telling you, when you are connected that way on a sexual level and an emotional level with another human being, oh my God, there's nothing like it. There's just nothing like it. You can sit there and try and fool yourself. And if you are, I want to tell you to stop. Just stop. Let me tell you what the good stuff is all about. It's about bodies that are just oh, intertwined and you can't get enough of each other. Like every inch, every every sensation, every feeling. You know, I mean, have you ever had that? That kind of sex that just leaves, it's so good, it leaves marks. You're fucking so passionately. Sometimes you mean to leave the marks because I've had that kind of sex and that's, well, that's kind of what, that's the sex I like. But there's sometimes it just happens without you even thinking about it because you're so caught up in this, this lust and in the moment. And I don't care what anybody says. I feel like I've, I've done it all. And I've done it all and seen it all, the different levels, the different depths that you can experience in another human being sexually. And hands down, there's nothing better than sex with a connection. It's just better. And I think women innately, we kind of know this, but men, I don't think they want to admit it. 
<laughs> and maybe I'm selling you guys short. And if I am, I'm sorry. I apologize. But I think that you are leading more with your balls and your dick. And that's okay. Because let me tell you, there's some woman out there, some hot pussy that's going to claim those balls and that dick and that hard cock. And you're not going to know what hit you. Then you're going to know what I'm talking about. It's okay to have this. It's okay to have this casual, fun, hot, non-committal sex. There's nothing wrong with that. But I'm telling you, if you can have crazy hot sex, when you can really connect with another person emotionally, Jesus, there's nothing like it. And if you're connecting with someone emotionally and you're not having the crazy hot sex, you're only halfway there. It's not enough. I'm going to say that one more time. It's not enough. Please don't live your life not ever having that experience with someone. I mean, just you have to know what it's about because it's the best. Oh my gosh, it is the best. And that's what this podcast is about. It really, really, at the heart of it, this is the message I want to take to people. So I just want to kind of, I'm going to take you hopefully on a little journey today where you get to, I want you to feel what it's like. And I hope I do it justice by describing it. And I may not because sometimes it's so good. It's words don't, we don't have, I don't have language for it in the English dictionary, but I'm going to do my best. So You know, when you, again, you're in the moment, it's that kind of sex that's leaving marks and you know that you just, you fucked well. In that moment, like he was yours and you were his and nothing else mattered. I mean, everything in the world kind of ceases to exist. You get there, but it starts with a few things. And it starts with, for me, it starts with the teasing because God, I love to tease. I hate this part. I love, but I love to hate this part. I don't like to be teased. I've almost cried in a sex act because I was being teased so bad. And I just was to the point where I wanted that release so fucking bad. But when somebody can take your body to that place and do that to you, like where you just absolutely crave them, crave them out of your mind, that's what I hope everybody else gets to experience too. And it builds, it builds the anticipation where your body is just, I mean, you're literally, it's like you're tuned into a different frequency. And so for me, the teasing starts way before the bedroom, right? So it's the flirting and the texting and the anticipation, right? Because you know, you know it's coming, you know it's gonna happen. It's that laughing, giddy, like pussy, so wet, your clit is throbbing and you're dripping all day. Just just the thought of them because you're so horny as fuck. Cause you know you have that outlet. See, I think there's something that your body just allows itself to do when you know you have that outlet, that person. It's kind of safe to go there. It's probably the one time in your life you really let go and release and just ride that fucking wave and you're doing it and they're not even around, but they're in your head and they're like, they're like deep. They're deep, deep, deep in you. They don't have to be in that room with you, but it starts with that mental connection and how they get you going and you're flirting and you're teasing. And if you're good, you're given just as good as you're getting. You love to fuck with them at work, send them naughty pics, 
Leave him naughty little voicemails. It could even just be a little smile, a little snicker, a little comment. Sometimes before they leave, telling them how hot they look. You just stare at them. Just watch them walk. Just watch them walk out the door with that shit-eating grin on your face. And they know. They know what you're thinking. Flash them something. (laughs) Flash them your boob, a nipple, full frontal, whatever. Or even just touch yourself a little bit in front of them right right before they have to go and they can't do anything about it. I love that shit. Not only that, I think it's more painful for me than it is for them. I don't know. There's been debates about that. But when they know they have to go and be away from you for a certain amount of time, and then you're going to see each other soon. I love that. When you leave for work, I'll tease the fuck out of you. And while you're there, I'll tease the fuck out of you. And then when you get back, I know what you're ready to do to me. You're just ready to fucking unleash on me because you can't take it. You've been thinking about it all day. You're getting fucking boners at work. Your dick's getting hard. I'm in your head. But you know what? You're in mine too. That's the fun part. It's systematic. And you're just preparing for everything to come crashing to a head when you finally get to see each other and consummate all of this hot fucking passion. When you do meet, there's still that cat and mouse game going on. It's not usually that he'll burst through the door and just rip my clothes off. He likes to play the game too. So it'll be like, we got to go to dinner. I don't want to fucking eat. I don't want to sit across the table from you, but I'll do it. And the fun part about that is the ritual that I went through all day to get ready for him. The preparing, the planning, the prepping, down to the minute. Because I don't want to be late. I do tend to run late sometimes, but for him, I really don't want to be late. So I do my best, but I've got to get everything done. And everything I do in that day, it's all about that final minute when he's back in front of me. So I've got to get myself totally ready, whatever that means, whatever I'm doing. If I'm making dinner, I'm shopping. And I'm doing it with the anticipation of knowing, like, I'm going to feed this man. I'm going to feed him. And then I'm going to fuck him. (laughs) Or we're going out to dinner. So I have to look beautiful. I have to look beautiful for him. Because I don't feel beautiful unless I'm beautiful in his eyes. That's where it comes from. There could be every man in that room looking at me. I care about one man. And that's him. So everything I do in that day is about prepping for seeing him and what's to come that night. And that playful flirting that you have to go through over dinner, because he's just not going to let you have it. He's not going to walk through that door. He wants it. He wants to fuck the shit out of you. But he's going to either sit down and have dinner with you if you made it, or you're going to go, or even worse, you know what's worse? Going out to dinner, I got to (laughs) say. Because you just want to get the fuck out of there. But still, the fun parts are those playful flirting, the intentional eye gazes, the way his hand will graze across your skin. God, his hands. Oh, what is that about when a man that you really desire touches you? It can just be the smallest touch. He might grab your hips and move you. Like, oh, excuse me, let me get around you. Put his hand on your neck. Just even touching your hand. 
I don't care what it is. It can be the smallest, littlest, non-pervy thing. And I'm gushing, just gushing in my panties. I can't stand it. I'm wanting him so bad. And he knows it. And so you sit there and play cat and mouse for as long as you can. And you're not going to fucking order dessert. And you're not going to order five courses. You're going to get your food. You're going to eat it. Not too much, though. (laughs) Ladies know this. Not too much. Just enough to start satiating some kind of craving. Because if you're hungry, eating a good meal and knowing you're going to have great sex, that's pretty fucking hot. You can satiate your hunger, and then you get to satiate your carnal hunger. But pretty soon, (laughs) dinner's over. (laughs) And that's the best part. But you know what the worst part is right before that? The worst part. The worst part, the drive home, the drive home, because you know where you're going and what you're going to do. I like to just reach over and touch his knee, just touch him because he's driving. Of course, I don't like to drive. I like to be driven, but I like to look over at him. I'm just thinking about how much I fucking want him, about him inside me, what it's going to feel like, sort of pushing back into the seat a little bit. I've definitely got my legs crossed and I'm feeling my clit throb. And if I kind of move back and forth in my seat just ever so slightly, I can feel my clit getting stimulated. And then you're just staring at this fucking amazing, gorgeous, handsome man that you want so bad. Your fucking teeth itch. You're trying to sit there and be ladylike. And pretend like there's no anticipation and that you're just caught up in the bliss of your lovely little date when all you want to do is fuck the shit out of him. Actually, no, you want him to fuck the shit out of you because that's what you need. You need him to take you every fucking inch of you and you're just 20 minutes away or 30 minutes away or however the fuck far away you are, you drove. Let me tell you, note to self and note to everybody else out there, make a reservation that's close to your house because <laughs> that drive will kill you. It's, it's the worst. All you want to do is just get back home and all you want is that person to rip your clothes off and just fill you to your very core. Now, sometimes... Taking them off slow is nice too. I don't mind that slow seduction. Once those clothes start coming off, I'm feeling I'm feeling some relief finally after all that anticipation because he's touching me. He's got his hands on me. We're kissing. We're connecting. It's happening. And I'm dripping fucking wet. I'm so ready. My mind is just starting to shut off. I am his. I'm following. I'm starting to follow. Whatever he has planned or whatever he wants to do, that is what's going to happen. I don't have anything premeditated. I love that he's the leader. I love that he does what he feels in the moment. It's not rehearsed. It's not choreographed. It just flows. It's natural for both of us. And when my mind starts to shut off, it's like, it feels like, it feels like you're just floating above the room while you're fucking like savages. It's amazing. I don't know, ladies, if you've ever, if you've never had your mind shut off, like totally no thoughts coming in. It's unbelievable. I, it's very hard for me 
to shut my mind off and totally connect, be in the moment with my body, with my body, just in tune with every touch, every graze, every bite, every suck, every lick, the pressure of his body on mine, the smoothness of his skin, the smell. Oh, fuck. I love the way a man smells. That's something, that's some animalistic shit. Like, do you think that you could, if your eyes were shut, could you smell your man? Could you pick out your lover by his smell, his scent? That shit just turns me on. Like, you know, you know him carnally. (laughs) He is everything. The way his body reacts to you, the way you react to his body. And just that moment when you just finally, you're finally alone and fuck, you're about ready to be penetrated. Oh, he's going to either rip your clothes off or pick you up and pin you against the wall. But he's taking what's his and you both know it. You both know it. A man doesn't have to say that. He feels it. He feels the way you react. He feels the way your body just fucking melts onto him. And you're like putty in his hands because you want it. You want him. You want to be there with him. You want him to lead you. It's that carnal lust. It's carnal lust. That is not a bad thing. It's fucking awesome. It's not self-indulgent. It's a fucking birthright. You have a right to connect and feel this way with someone. If you haven't, boy, you better work towards it. I'm telling you, don't leave this planet without having that, without having felt that with another human being. It's amazing and it's primal. And it's, we're animals. At our core, we're animals. When you start letting go and letting go with another person and trusting them and having this experience with them, it can't compare. You're going to love every second of it. Men, please lead your women through this. Just lead her. She's dying for it. She wants it. She needs it. She fucking loves this shit. Even the most type A woman wants to experience being totally in her femininity, totally in your control. And then when you fuck her, oh my God, that skin on skin the hands everywhere, when you're claiming every inch of her, marking her. I mean, you're just literally claiming her, marking her as yours. Oh, sweet Jesus. I don't think there's anything better. There isn't anything better. And that's how I think two people should really belong to each other. And I hope that everybody hears this and knows what I'm talking about. And if you don't, please go out there and make it happen. Put your mouth all over someone. Bite them, suck them, taste them, lick them. Ugh, like your little piece of candy. <laughs> your tasty little piece of candy. They're all yours. Now their smell, their desires, the way their body reacts to you when you do certain things. Marvel in it. It's fucking hot. Nothing. There's no drug. I don't care what you say. And I don't do drugs, but there is no drug that can compare to being lost in another human being, to being totally at their whim, free of thoughts, free of cares, free of worries, and just being able to experience them 
and them experience you 100%. You're 100% there. Think about it. When are you ever 100% there? Very, very seldom. But to do it, to be 100% there with someone else in this kind of a physical, sexual manner, woo, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> this is what it's all about. And then once they're finally inside you, oh my God, that's the best moment. That second, that split second, that anticipation, oh my God, makes me fucking crazy. That is the longest second. That is the longest second of not only my day, but my entire fucking life up to that point before he's inside of me. Because I don't know what it is. I can't speak to the male side of it. But men, when you are deep inside of us and just filling us up with your cocks, which sounds very hot and sexy and erotic, and it is, but there's something more to it than just the obvious of the sexual part of it. It's the most connected and the deepest in you someone can be physically, like they're in you, you're inside of me. You know, when people say like, I feel you, you're inside of me. This is the literal translation of that. This isn't just the chemicals. This is the physical too. And it's amazing. And I got to figure the converse is true for a man to be just buried deep inside of you as far as he can go, that he needs that too. He needs it just as bad as you do. This is when you're both just going to be totally lost in each other. And the sex and the orgasms and the passion and the chemistry and the lust and just this carnal fucking desire is all you're going to be feeling all at once, all at once. And that's why it's like a super drug. (laughs) It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. So that's how I experience deep, connected sex. And I hope everybody else gets to do the same. I know for sure there are some people that do because I've talked to them. They've been on the show. I've had great guests. They have that connection, that lust for each other. That doesn't have to die, guys. It really doesn't. I'm here to tell you, if you keep your sex life spicy, you will always want each other and you will do more to respect each other outside of the bedroom because it's it doesn't stop that desire and that lust and that love and that respect and that need and that wanting, it goes from orgasm to orgasm. It doesn't stop when the sex act is over. You're always wanting them. You're always on fire for them. Doesn't matter how long it's been. Doesn't matter if it's two minutes or two months. You want them and they want you and there's nothing that's going to change that. And if you can have that at your core and your foundation with somebody in your life over the long term, you got the stuff of dreams right there. All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed hearing me bear a little bit of my sexual soul. I think it's been a while. I think it's been a while since I've really kind of gone deep, but I've been thinking about it a lot lately and feeling it a lot lately and craving it and just, I had to get it out. Had to share it with you guys, of course my besties. All right. Thanks, guys. Well, everybody stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe, 
If you have any questions or comments, you know what I love you to do. I always love a voicemail. I do have some, I do have, I did get an onslaught of emails lately. I'm going to try to get through those, but, or maybe I'll read them on the next show. But I do love your voicemails, guys. It always makes me feel good to hear your voice because I get to connect with you, right? You hear me and you get to connect with me. But then when I hear you leave me a message, I love it, guys. It really makes my day. It warms my heart. It's so personal and it gives us that personal connection. And that's why I love most about my listeners is I really feel that I know you guys, that enough of you have reached out and I have this personal connection. And that's why I've stayed. It's funny, before I I finally end the show, there was someone that left me a message in a DM and said something like, I'm so sorry to hear the show is ending. I'm like, what? (laughs) It's not ending. He was listening to back in the beginning. He was doing what I asked. Please start from the beginning. Listen to the whole whole series, follow the events. And uh, he was listening, you know, and me saying, yeah, you know, I'm going to end it. I don't want to do this anymore. I just, I think that can't sustain this (laughs) any longer. (laughs) And uh, he was disappointed, but hello, we're in year six guys. And that's because of you guys. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Hope to hear from you. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like what you hear, refer me to a friend and make sure you're following me on social media. Also go to the website, thecuriousgirldiaries.com and join my subscribers only list for access to exclusive content. And as usual, questions or comments, you can always email me at curiousgirl at thecuriousgirldiaries.com.